Hey guys, it's your boy JT from the J Lover Podcast Show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and and I want to welcome you to my second episode of the podcast. It is the uh, wedding etiquette episode, the do's and don'ts of attending a wedding. Now, before we get started, I want to go ahead and answer a few questions uh, from listeners that uh, have submitted their questions, and I wanted to go ahead and answer them quickly as possible so we can get to the uh, main topic of my podcast. So let's go ahead and get started. So where do you see yourself in five years? Well, I actually see myself uh, in five years and hopefully with the good Lord in my hand, um, I want to you know, make sure that I am definitely successful, whether it's through my podcast or, you know, making it big in Hollywood. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, no, on a serious note, I really want to see myself uh, more financially stable. I want to be owning my own home. Obviously, I see myself married already. Um, And of course, just being successful and happy and, you know, and see, you know, what the future holds for, for me and my significant other. Um, of course, he is going to be my husband, but that's where pretty much where I see myself in the next five years. Am I single? Well, I've pretty much already answered that question. No, I'm not. I've been uh, with my partner for three and a half years, uh, going strong. Do we have our issues? Of course, what relationship doesn't have issues? But I love him and we are going to be married this year and we are going to be uh, married in October of this year to be exact. Um, So no, I'm not single guys. Um, So that's question number two. What is one thing you would like to change about myself or yourself? Um, One thing I do want to change about myself is being more mindful of how I spend my money. Um, I've been learning, been learning a lot um, this year and also last year that because of the fact that we are uh, planning a wedding by ourselves, we're being uh, self-sufficient in, in essence to, you know, pay our own wedding bar, you know, by ourselves and not depending on anybody. Um, it's really teach me a very hard lesson. But it must be done in order to get this wedding, um, you know, to a good start. So that's, um, you know, pretty much what I want to change about myself is to be more, you know, mindful about how I spend my money. Um, That's question number three. Number four, who is more dominant in the bedroom? You or your fiance? Well, guys, to tell you the truth, we do not believe in labels. We, I believe we are both dominant, whether it's in the bedroom, whether it's decision making, whether, you know, any, we even it out. In other words, guys, we're, we're very dominant, uh, respectedly. Uh, but yeah, so we, we don't believe in labels in the bedroom. We just, you know, have fun and that's it. That's all y'all need to know about that. But anyways, so um, I was, you know, as I do every day, almost every day, I, I tend to look at what's trending, what's going on in the world, 
And, uh, you know, two of the biggest, most, uh, you know, things that are coming to mind when I'm looking into, you know, looking online, I I can't ignore the Australi- uh, Australian uh, wildfires or brush fires, as they call it. You know, three-fourths of the continent, guys, is just being absolutely destroyed by these fires. I mean, animals are, are, are being killed. Um, it, it, you know, it's just so heartbreaking just to see these um, animals being burnt alive. And it, it's just horrible. And then, of course, you're looking at human life being lost with these fires. And it, it's, it, it, it's a really sad sad situation for that continent and you know we we really need to pray for for human life just in general you know human life you know it's it's just a very difficult conversation to have with people that just don't really care about humans and and you know we're, we're so caught up with our own lives that we really don't we really don't care we just don't care and and I think it's it's heartbreaking that that you know we humans don't care about other humans regardless where they're at you know whether it's here in our backyard whether it's afar people lives are being taken away and you know it, it's kind of scary and then uh, second of all um, just uh, today and and it's not only just today but things happening happening in Puerto Rico as if anything if. It's it's you know they've just suffered a, a a major catastrophe with you know with the the hurricanes that hit um, Puerto Rico now it's these earthquakes I mean pray guys the what what's happening I, you know it's just it's kind of really scary that you know this stuff is happening uh, to us around the world whether it's again in our backyard in California. Australia, Puerto Rico, um, you know, these people's lives are, are being torn apart. And again, we're not caring. And, th- and I think it, it's just, you know, a matter of time where, you know, it's, we, we have to care. And we, we have to pray for these people. Okay. So I, I think it, it's just important to get that out there and, you know, it's, it's important. So another thing that I was looking at was, um, you know, we've been, you know, we love Netflix, right? We love to search for new things, new shows, new, you know, just, um, you know, we, we love Netflix in, in general, guys. Um, so we were, uh, I well, actually I was, and it was Sam that was looking at, um, you know, stuff on Netflix. And uh, he was like, okay, let's watch um, this show called The Circle, right? And I was like, oh, it looks pretty boring, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, well, let me give it a chance. So I was looking at it, and I was like, okay, this is going to be boring, you know. And so I was, you know, kind of liking it. I, I like the, the fact that it's um, it's based on, it's just pretty much a social experiment designed to, to answer big, like, questions about our online selves and humanity. Uh, it's almost like... Um, like the show Catfish, where you know you can pretend to be anything, anyone you 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 want, and not get caught and have like a like a conversation um, via a a TV screen, right? 
Um, so we're finding it pretty interesting. So, you know, if you want to look at that, you can obviously go on Netflix and search uh, for The Circle and check it out and see what you think. So I, I felt that that was something that's uh, trending right now. And so as I was looking at other things on the Internet, I came across um, some of the most anticipated movies of 2020. The only thing really, guys, that, that stuck out to me the most is the Marvel's mo movies. I, I love the whole series of the, of the Marvel's. It's just one of my all-time favorite movies to watch. X-Men, you know, it, it's just, I, I love it, you know. So I'm anticipating definitely to watch um, The Eternals, which is uh, going to come out this year. So I'm super stoked and excited to watch that. Um, the other movies, uh, let's just say let's, um, Birds of Prey. Um, I was looking at the, the trailer of it. Uh, boring. Uh, a Quiet Place 2. I kind of want to watch that because I think I saw the first one. So I, I think I will uh, eventually go see that. It's called A Quiet Place 2. Uh, In the Heights trailer was pretty boring. Uh, Tenet was pretty boring as well. But going back to the Marvels, I cannot wait. I'm excited to see that. So that's pretty much what I saw ideally that's trending on the internet right now um I, i'm sure there's more but that's what stuck, stood out to me so there you have it um from time to time i do like to um also read the newspaper um i think it is uh, absolutely important to to uh, to you know read the newspaper because you never know what's what's happening right um so one of the things that really caught my eye or kind of like like the minute that I was reading it, it reminded me of a cartoon that I used to watch as a kid called The Jetsons, right? Where it's pretty much a fut uh, futuristic uh, cartoon, you know, and it was a family. They, I mean, it was all futuristic, you know, with flying taxis, with flying motor uh, motorcycles, vehicles, what have you. Um, it, it's just a, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, look it up, Google it. And it's just a, a cartoon from the, from the 1960s. Um, and obviously it's still playing to this day, um, on, you know, just the, I believe if I'm not mistaken, I believe I saw it on the, uh, Nickelodeon where they have these, where they play these old cartoons. Um, but you know, you can still watch the Jetsons you know, on, on TV. Um, but anyhow, going back to the newspaper, uh, review or actually the newspaper, uh, I came across an article that pretty much, um, where these, I guess this company, uh, is trying, uh, it's doing a test run on a flying taxi. Um, this flying taxi, they call it is the E-Hang 216. Um, uh, it obviously has no pilot, so it, it actually uh, made its first debut uh, this week uh, in North Carolina. Uh, we obviously had uh, an audience of 100 people, including state officials like, for example, Governor Roy Cooper and obviously the North Carolina Department of Transportation. They were attending this, uh, you know, the, the run of this taxi. 
pretty much it, it's a taxi that's designed as a two-seater, right? And it's used to deliver cargo to rural areas of the state, you know, you know, people who live out in the boonies, you know, that, you know, want to receive their packages at their home instead of going all the way to the post office and picking up their packages. While they're testing this uh, taxi out, where it's delivering these uh, packages. Uh, but, you know, apparently right now uh, it's, you know, in other words, no humans are allowed on these types of taxis because it's it's not yet been uh, approved through the FAA because obviously the FAA has rules um, that don't allow humans on these types of aircrafts. Uh, and of course, according to a source, autonomous transportation is where transportation is heading. Guys, could you imagine? Could you imagine, you know, seeing flying taxis um, and, you know, you're like, oh my God, this is really cool. Like, I think it would be an awesome, uh, you know, idea to have flying taxis. I mean, why not? The Jetsons had it, right? Um, it, you know, and I'm, I was also thinking about, like, for example, Uber and, uh, you know, and Lyft. Maybe they might pick up on the idea. Maybe they might run with it and hopefully get it approved through the FAA. I don't know. But I think this is a fantastic way of transporting people. And hey, prime example today and every day when you're dealing with, with traffic, you know, I just want to get to, you know, from A to B in like 10, 15 minutes instead of waiting 30, 45 minutes in traffic and just being like in, in anger because this traffic isn't moving, right? So, and I'm sure that you share my, my, my frustration when it comes to traffic, right? And even so, if it, if, if it means paying 30 or $40 to, to get on one of these things in the future, I don't care. I would pay to get on these damn taxis and, and getting from square A to square B in 15, 20 minutes. I think it's an awesome idea, and hopefully in the future, you'll see <laughs> flying taxis, you know? Pretty cool, isn't it? I think so. But anyway, so um, I want to go ahead and get that, um, you know, out there because I think it's pretty cool to have flying taxis. So you never know, guys, flying taxis in the near future. Um, anyway, so... Um, so let's move on to uh, the main topic, right, guys? So I, I know that um, we or I have attended weddings in the past. And, you know, it's, it's you you get invited, you know, you have a good time, you know, and you really don't think about the 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 small things, which the small things can mean a lot to some people in regards to wedding, especially the bride and groom. You know, and there's just some, you know, you you just got to have, you know, a sense of, and be mindful uh, that, you know, whether it's the wedding party, with, with whether it's yourself, there is a proper way of attending a wedding, a wedding. Sorry about that. So I want to share with you the do's and don'ts of attending a wedding. So. So here we go, guys. I have one do here. So do 
it is very important that if you're invited to a wedding, that you RSVP. Why, you ask? Because the bride and groom, or groom, groom, they're planning all this by themselves. They're spending their hard-earned money trying to get people to come and making sure that, you know, if you ever were in a wedding or even planning a wedding, you know that it's so hard to, to kind of determine how many people you have or you're going to have at the wedding, right? So it's, so they're planning all that, and then you don't RSVP. Guys, do not text. Do not text your bride and groom. Oh, I'm going to be there. They supplied the stamp. They supplied the invitation. Please be respectful that they want you to RSVP, okay? So I think that is definitely a do and a must, okay? Let's go on to the don't. Don't assume you can bring a date unless stated on the invitation, guys. And it's quite awkward to call the bride and groom to see if you can invite a guest. And that includes children. You know, I know that me and Sam were planning our wedding and we decided. We decided that we're not going to have any children at our wedding. We're going to have two but they are part of the wedding party and we are going to hire a babysitter for these kids and so that way that their parents can have a good time. But that is it. I don't want to receive any text message on both sides, whether it's my family, whether it's Sam family. When we say no kids, please don't text us and say, oh, you know what? We couldn't find a babysitter, blah, blah, blah. Excuses, excuses. Well, you had a lot of time to figure that out. Okay, I, it's just be respectful of that, guys. Okay, uh, so yeah, so that's a don't. Don't assume you can bring a date or children unless stated on the invitation. Okay, so let's go back to the do. Buy a wedding gift early. Couples spend tons of time choosing the items on their registry and they pick them because they planned on actually using them Okay, so do them and yourself a favor and buy them early and from the registry. To make your gifts more, seem more personal, buy it early when there's more of a selection to choose from. Otherwise, they might indeed up ending to spring from, from the garlic press or the dish towel and rolling pin combo. Um, you know, that that's... You know, that's fair. You know, it, it's, it's fair to, to make sure that you buy your gift early. You know, um, and that goes with with our idea. You know, we we decided that we weren't going to uh, have a so-called wedding registry. Right. Because we wanted to do something different. We wanted to 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 have a nice honeymoon. Right. Uh, so we we decided that we weren't going to do a registry. We are going to put in our invitation that you know, donations are, are, are definitely what we want, you know, and, you know, that's pretty much what we want. Um, so be mindful of that. And that goes with saying, and this, I guess this is part of that, what I'm about to say. And, 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 and it's funny because with donating, right, or even buying a gift, 
you know, I, I think it's it's absolutely rude uh, with you attending a wedding without a gift, right? I know that, oh, you, you can say to yourself, well, you invited me, you know. That's, uh, we did invite, we did invite it. We did invite you, right? But that doesn't mean that you show up, you don't show up, you know, with, with, with a gift. I mean, I, I think it's just common sense, right? Um, well, that's what I at least think that it's, it is common sense, right? But um, I think, uh, you know, being the fact, and the reason why I'm saying this, guys, is because, you know, again, the bride and groom, is spending their money, especially, especially if they're spending it, spending this money out of their own pocket, right? It would be different if, like, for example, their parents are paying for it, you know, or both sides are paying for to help the the bride and the groom um, with the wedding, and then, you know, that that's different, guys, you know. But keep in mind, guys, you know, there are couples that. Are spending their money on their own. There, there's, and and again, this goes with being mindful of everything that's going on uh, in the wedding, right? As far as the preparation. So I think it's so important. I think the reason why I'm talking about this uh, because I think me and Sam had a conversation about about um, you know gift giving or buying a gift or donating. We had a huge conversation about it. You know, I was kind of like, uh, you know, it's kind of petty for you to say or kind of like rude to say, well, if you don't buy a gift, don't come to my wedding. I mean, I, that's the way I took it. Right. But I, I know that what he was trying to talk, tell me about. Right. I know that he was talking about something different, but I, I kind of took it that way. And I, and I was like, come to think about it. You know, I, and part of what he um, was saying, I think, was really, really true. I mean, I, I, if, I, if I look back at it, you know, I, I felt that maybe he had a point, right? So I, I think that it's super important to be mindful of when you're attending a wedding to make sure that you, you, you bring something, you know, for the, for the groom and for the bride or, or what have you, right? Um, you know, to piggyback, to piggy bank off of that, the don't, don't bring a large gift to the wedding, and I'm going to tell you why. Between taking down all the decorations, remembering to hand out, you know, you know, hand out vendor tips and saying goodbye to all their guests, the last thing the bride and groom and their families need to worry about at the end of reception is figuring out how the hell. They're going to fit all of the gifts in the car. Save them the trouble by shipping yours directly to their home. That's if you're going to buy them a huge gift. So be mindful. All of this is, you know, guys, is just being mindful of of this wedding etiquette that we're going over. So I, I think it's so important. I don't think none of us really realize, you know, that because you know, we don't think about the small stuff in planning or being in a wedding that it, the small stuff is super important, right? Um, so th there you go. So let's go on and move on. Okay, so I have a do, which 
Oh my God. I have to pack, practice what I preach on this one. But be on time, everyone. True fact. This is a true fact. Weddings tend to run late, and we all know that. But that doesn't mean you should. Plan to be at the ceremony 20 to 30 minutes early. Guys, I cannot stress to you enough. We, I've, we've all been there. You think that, oh, okay, oh, I, I need to get ready. You know, 30 minutes into, you know, the wedding time you want to get ready. Unacceptable, guys. Unacceptable. Make sure you plan ahead. Again, this goes back to if the bride and groom is sending out save the dates, invitations way in advance, you should be ready, up and going, getting ready two or three hours before the damn wedding time, right? So please be on time. Super important. So there you go. The don'ts. Don't forget to turn off your phone, people. As much as everyone loves a random ringtone outburst of never going to give you up, don't ruin the, the couple's big day by interrupting their vows from Rick Ashley or anything like that. Super important. Guys, I've been to weddings and wedding ceremonies and, you know, we're hearing ringers or ringtones. Guys, that's so rude. You're like taking away from their time, from their moment. And to have people look back at you and say, and give you that ugly, you know, look. Come on, guys. We all know it's it's common sense. It's common sense, guys. All right. So let's move on. The Another do. Pay attention to the dress code. You don't want to be underdressed for the wedding. Guys, trust me. I've been in, I've been in, into, I've been to a lot of weddings and I've seen people show up in jeans, torn jeans and a, and a V-neck and, you know, a pair of dirty shoes. Yo, that is so, uh-uh, that's not happening. I'm going to tell everybody right here who's listening, whoever's attending my wedding, if I see y'all in sneakers and torn jeans and a V-neck shirt, I'm going to kindly ask y'all to leave. If I if we're putting what the theme of our of our wedding is on the invitation, I, I want y'all to follow the instructions on the invitation. And I'm sure Sam could vouch for it. I mean, he's he's the same way. And we both agreed, you know, that you know we're going to have a theme and we want people dressed accordingly. Uh, it's just again our moment, our time. I, I want to make sure that everybody also has a good time, but not show up in, you know, torn jeans and a, and a white V-neck or, or some beat up tennis shoes. No, that's not happening at my wedding. I, I guarantee you that. But please dress appropriate, please. And let's move on. <laughs> so here's another don't. Don't wear white. This one should go without saying, but just in case, I'll repeat, who wants to be that girl? You've got a million color combinations to dress from. You don't need to wear white. And oh, stay out of the light ivories, girls. Stay out of the light ivories. You know, I just remember, I mean, I think this is more for like, if you're 
if this is like your third or fifth wedding, you've got six children or you're, you're raising the Brady Brunch, got women, there's no need for you to wear white. You're not a virgin. Because from, from my understanding, um, it's for, for virgins. I, I'm assuming that's what I, you know, remember with that being, you know, uh, an issue, right? Uh, so don't wear white, white ladies or light ivories. No, no, no. Uh, another important do, stay out of the photographer's way. He or she needs to capture those life-changing moments, guys. It won't be the same if your head is in the way. So pay attention and above all, resist the urge to photo bomb. I, I'm going to be very vigilant on that, guys. I, and it's so important because I remember uh, attending uh, Sam's uh, cousin's wedding. Uh, I think it was two years ago. And she had a beautiful wedding on, on this yacht, right? We were, you know, living in the moment, you know, in New York City, um, you know, being on this yacht and being, you know, attending this beautiful wedding. And we had, you know, people that were complaining of the photographer that he was rude and that he was disrespectful. And I, I saw everything, and I don't think that he was being disrespectful by no means. He was just doing his job, you know? He wanted to capture the bride and groom's moments. It, the people around him, what does he care? He's there to do a job. He's there to, to capture those moments, right? I mean, that makes perfect sense, you know? The bride and groom paid him to capture their moments. So, guys... When you're attending a wedding, stay away from the photographer. Don't photobomb. If you think that, that it's funny to photobomb a, a, a picture, that's not cool. That's not cool, and it's not happening at my wedding. I can, I can guarantee you that. So stay out of the photographer's way. Okay? Um, another do... Uh, which I really didn't think about it, but I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. Um, if you're, if even if you're, if even if you never met the couple's parents, seek them out to introduce yourself, thank them, and tell them how much you enjoyed the wedding. Note, very note this, guys. This one is particularly important if there isn't a receiving line. You guys, I never really thought about it. I, I, I would hope that both, you know, I, I know that my sister has met um, Sam's parent, uh, Sam's uh, mom uh, and stepdad, and she loved them. She simply loved them. She loved her cooking. I mean, she just was really getting along. And I really felt bad, guys, because, um, excuse me, because she asked me, she goes, hey, Joe, when am I going to ever meet your parents you know we you know i was like caught off guard i was just like oh my god me and sam have been together for three years and she still hasn't met my parents i i felt really bad i feel horrible right so i was like i i would hope soon uh before the wedding which i i kind of want to plan something so that way they can meet because i think it's important so i and i thought you know when i was looking at this this one here in particular, I think it's so important, you know, for both families on Sam's and my side 
to go up to my parents or to, to go up to Sam's parents and, and, and introduce yourselves to them, right? I think that's pretty cool. I never thought about that. So I think it's so super, super, super cool. Uh, and then another do, guys, we, wanna, we want the bride and groom want you to party. Many brides and grooms have an inner, irrational fear of their guests not having a good time at the reception, right? Give them some peace of mind by getting out on the dance floor, mingling with new friends and smiling. No matter how much you hate the electric side, have a good time. Let the bride and groom know that, <laughs> you know, you're having a good time. I'm not saying to fake it, but let your hair down, you know, have a good time. Don't be sitting at the table just looking at other people, you know, people watching or pe sitting at the table watching people dance. Have a good time. You know, let that, you know, you know, that drink soak in, make you kind of lose. Have a good time. Uh, and and to add to that, guys, that doesn't mean because, you know, the, the bride and groom has an open bar for four hours doesn't mean that you can get sloppy drunk. Be mindful of that. Do not get sloppy drunk to the point where, you know, the bride and groom have to ask you to leave. That's embarrassing and can cause conflict, right? I do believe I've been to a lot of weddings in the past where people aren't mindful of their drinking and they end up getting kicked out. There's always a fight because they're being, they're being kicked out. No drama, guys. No drama, just party, 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 party. So the next time you attend and think about the do's and don'ts when attending a wedding, best believe I will be side-eyeing some of y'all at my own wedding. Trust and believe. I will, I will, I will. Well, guys, this is my time, and I appreciate you taking the time to listen to my podcast, and I hope you continue to stay with me throughout this uncharted journey. Nevertheless, keep following and subscribe, subscribe, I should say, to my show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify. Don't forget to follow my social media accounts, accounts, <laughs> uh, my Facebook page, Instagram, and my Twitter. Stay blessed and goodbye. Good night. I'll see you later till the next episode. I'm not going to